Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, we're chatting all about quality content creation. I know when it comes to creating content, us business owners, we're like, oh, we got to create this content. But I have the content specialist here today, (laughs) and I'm so excited to chat with Tiffany. Welcome today. I'm so excited to talk all things content. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so excited to chat about content. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you got started with social media. I know me and you met at Blogalicious years ago, but tell us how you got started. Sure. So once again, my name is Tiffany. And um, I am the owner of TNM Solutions, and that is a management company that manages uh, Breakfast with Tiffany, which is my travel and lifestyle brand. And then also I have a Travel with Tiffany, which is a travel agency where I help um, uh, men specifically plan uh, trips for their loved ones. And then I also coach and consult uh, small businesses on how to communicate effectively with their audience, as well as create bomb content so they can get more eyes on their content. So I did not, this is not my background. My background is in engineering. Um, I got my degree in architectural engineering from Tennessee State University uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, straight Right after graduation, I went straight into corporate America. So I graduated December 19th, uh, 2010 and or December 19th, 2009. And then January 4th, 2010, like I hit the ground running, was uh, working. And I do remember my first day on my job. I thought to myself, is this it? Like, (laughs) this is what. Y'all have been telling us that we should prepare for. So I knew um, all along that there was something more for me, Um, but I was faithful to that. I worked as an engineer um, for the federal government for about seven, eight years. And then I transitioned as a contractor. And at that point, I, I wasn't doing much practicing engineering. It was more consulting, more personnel management. Um, and so transition did that I enjoyed it I enjoyed my company and then I ended up transitioning to a project that I was not supposed to be on for long I wasn't supposed to be on the project and then I wasn't supposed to be there long I transitioned to that project it was only supposed to be I think six months it ended up being two years and I remember in a meeting one day, our leadership was just talking about, you know, we got to make certain that we're supporting the client and we're doing this and we're doing that. And I was so tired, like I was tired of um, hearing what I needed to do and how I needed to continue to support the client when I had been the sole sole support. Like I was the number one person on the actual contract. I was the point of contact, the point person, everything that needed to be done had to go through me. And I didn't have any, I didn't have a lot of support. So, um, I remember that month, that was a Monday after having like three or four calls and they were all the same calls. I text my manager on the last call of the day and I said, Hey, just give me a heads up. I will be submitting my letter of resignation today. Now, let me tell you, I had not planned that at all. Like that was not a plan of mine. I I knew that eventually I wanted to transition from corporate America to work for myself, but I hadn't put a plan together in doing that. 
But I had got to the point where I said, you know what? Enough is enough. Sis, you got skills. You can figure it out. Chuck, chuck those deuces. And so she sent me a text message. I will never forget. My manager said, I absolutely understand. I will give you a call when we get off this call. And it was simply because she recognized the stress that I was enduring um, for that job. I had gotten a a therapist at that time specifically because of that job. And my job, I remember her saying, how long are you going to allow your um, job or paycheck um, jeopardize your your mental health? And at that point, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. So December 3rd, 2021, I walked away from my job and I have been working for myself ever since. And so, yeah, I originally started um, in just content creation uh, in 2016. So I originally started Breakfast with Tiffany, which is my travel and lifestyle brand. It was originally a Christian lifestyle brand. And I was issuing or releasing daily devotionals every day to my audience. Well, my lifestyle changed um, and I was not able to keep that content up daily. And I noticed that I was sharing more travel content with my audience. and. Um, so I said, you know what? They're asking me about travel. They have shown me that they think I they consider me a subject matter expert in this area. So let me go ahead and start uh, transitioning. So I guess that was my first pivot, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah. And then it's just been all appeal since then. Yes. No, I love that story because there's so many people who are listening who can relate to that. Um, I got fired from my job. So I totally mm-hmm. understand. Like, and when you're pushed into that, you're like, well, maybe I do have this side hustle. Maybe I do have this thing that I'm really good at that I could yeah. make money from. So everybody listening, I know people are in, you know, stressful job situations. We've all been there. And so it's really great to hear, you know, people's story on how they got started with entrepreneurship yeah. and how we can all make money in this creator economy because there's Absolutely. so many so many things to do. So I know that you're passionate about helping new and up and coming creators. And I absolutely love that. So why is that something that you're so passionate about doing? Yeah. So by nature, I just, my um, gift is, you know, the gift of exhortation and encouraging people to be great, encouraging people to do what it is that they love doing, what they feel like they're called to do. So just by nature, that's who I am. Um, and then I also would like to attest it to my lineage, right? My mom is an educator, an ex-educator. Uh, my grandparents were both educators. And so I feel like that's probably where it comes from. I knew for one, I was not about to be a teacher. That's just not my calling in, in the traditional sense of teaching, right? Um, however, um, at the end of the day, we're all needed. I'm I'm a Christian. And so I believe that everybody on this planet has a purpose and a role and we are all needed in order to continue to build God's kingdom. And so if that means that I have to be helpful and give out information and, you know, help people continue to build God's kingdom, then that's what I have to do. Like I need I need you, Michelle, Michelle, you need me. And we all are here to, um, you know, advance God's kingdom. So that's why I'm really passionate about it. And then I just like people. I just love seeing people like working in their lane and moving in their lane and doing what it is that they enjoy doing. I just love seeing that. Yes. And I know that 
you are the bomb travel content creator. Okay. I love the <laughs> amazing reels that you have been creating. Thank every- you. So let's talk about travel content creation. How has, you know, traveling helped with your content creation? Yeah. So traveling in general helps, um, I feel like it has helped me branch off into becoming an entrepreneur uh, simply because travel within itself, it causes a level of confidence that you may never experience. Right. So imagine going to a country that you do not speak the language. The primary language is not your native language. And you're there for two weeks trying to navigate that country and you do so successfully. You're still alive. You had a great time. Like there's really nothing that you can't do. Right. And so um, I use that um, confidence in traveling to help in a lot of areas of my life. But specifically as it pertains to content creation, it just helps to um, give me um, inspiration. A lot of times if I'm in a new area, the surroundings, the people, the culture, the food, it helps to play into uh, my content creation and specifically being able to communicate what the culture is and what the life is in that area. Um, So yeah, that that it, it definitely um, travel definitely helps me be more creative with content creation and just being free. So what's one of your favorite trips that you've been on so far? Oh, hands down. Kenya. Kenya. Ooh, so yeah. why? Why Kenya? I know it's, um, it's so beautiful. It's yeah, it's very beautiful. I did number one is because of the diversity of the country, right? So you can get safaris, you can get um, the beach life if you want. You can get the city with Nairobi. Um, there's just so much that you can do. The people are absolutely amazing. Um, the food is good there. I do appreciate the culture that you get there. Um, and then the cost of living is not as much it is as it is here in America. And so you can go and experience it. Um, for me, someone who appreciates uh, slow travel, what we consider slow travel in the travel space, I, I can go and stay for much longer simply because what I would be paying to stay and live and operate in an area here in America, it's much uh, less expensive there. And so I can set up shop, you know, work from there um, and enjoy, enjoy the time and the people. So, yeah, today is actually um, Kenya's Independence Day. So, (laughs) yeah, yes. And I will have that on my list. So now you said I can go to the beach and that's definitely what I want to do. And I want to go to the city. So I definitely, I'm going to visit. I'm putting that on my travel. Absolutely. Travelers. Absolutely. Melindy um, is one of the areas. Most people, most content creators uh, talk about Mombasa uh, as one of the you know, Kenyan coastal towns. But uh, Melindy is another really nice area that, um, most people don't know about. I got a chance to experience Kenya like never before. Um, I'm actually sharing some content on social today about my experience there. So I, God's willing, 2023, I will also host a um, group trip there as well because I just Ooh. loved it. Mm-hmm. So everybody stay tuned for the group trip. Stay tuned. Yes. For <laughs> so when you're on these trips, like how do you think yeah. about the content creation process? Like, are you like, okay, researching places that probably, you know, that have good Instagrammable. Yeah. Backups? I mean, that's what I used to do when I used to go to like travel in the States. So is that, is that how you're like, how's your process when you're creating content? 
Yeah. So um, initially what I do is think about like the things that I want to do. Think about the things that also my audience would enjoy uh, seeing. Right. And so because I have the opportunity to do things um, slower than most people, because I'm usually at a place anywhere from um, sometimes it's like 10 days. But usually I try to do like two to three weeks so that I can get as much in as I can. Um, So, yeah. So obviously TikTok, Instagram, going straight there, creating boards on TikTok, um, uh, saying, okay, dropping everything. Like it's just a catch all for everything that I want to do. And then when it's time to actually plan the trip, I will go back to that content and start organizing it and say, okay, um, I saw this on Instagram in reality, like what, um, would it be good for me to go here? Right. Because also I travel um, for longer periods of time. It's easier for me to plan my trips when I get in country um, simply because I had that time. So I can talk to the locals and say, oh, I saw this on Instagram from a local's perspective. What do you think? Is this something that you think I should check out or should I just move on to something else? Is there something that you would recommend that I check out? Um, the other thing is I 100% get engulfed in the, the culture there, but then I'm also making contacts and connections here in America before I go. Right. And so like even today, I was talking to some of my Kenyan friends uh, simply because I had shared uh, wish them a happy Independence Day. And we were just kind of talking. So anytime I'm going to a place Um, I'm cultivating those relationships. I'm in travel groups, um, looking through those groups, trying to make connections before I go to that country, um, just so that I can have some contact. I, majority of my travel is solo travel. And so from a safety perspective, um, it's very important for me to have some type of connection while I'm there. And so, yeah, I, and then, and then a lot of times, so depending on what type of content I'm creating, like if I, if I'm doing sponsored content for a client, then obviously I have like all of that mapped out. Um, but when it pertains to like creating content, just content that I like, I have, um, the basics, right? So for instance, my last Ghana trip, when I was preparing for that, I said, all right, for Ghana, I want to make sure I had a sponsored, um, sponsored campaign that I had to do. So I had to make certain that I was uh, sharing that. But I also wanted to make certain that I wasn't just overloading the people with Ghana content. So I also had to say, all right, well, what other type of content can I share in between here so they don't get bored with Ghana? So that means that, you know, packing tips, um, lounge access things. So making certain that I'm including all of my content pillars throughout a trip. Um, and then what I also do is I try, I, I don't do a lot of real time posting uh, for safety reasons, number one, but then also when I have the opportunity to plan out the content and say, all right, do my hashtag research, uh, make certain that I have all the aesthetics together, make certain that the visuals are good. Then when it's time to execute, the execution is, is flawless. Right. Um, and so, um, from a content creation standpoint, you have, you know, two pieces, right? You have the piece that you like want to be able to communicate to your audience, but then you also have the visuals. The visuals are a big part. And, um, as you know, with social media, um, and where we're going right now, short form video is like, that's, that's where it's at. You know what I mean? Like nobody is really taking time to consume long form content. Now, I'm not saying that it's not useful, but most people, 
you got to get them good short form content before you can even give them the thought to want to go to a blog post or, you know, YouTube or something like that. And so um, when it pertains to creating content um, and video content, um, one of my goals is to make certain that I uh, present the content in a way that most people would not be able to see. Right. And so like if I'm telling a story and I'm walking through the story where I say, all right, I get up this morning, a day in the life. I get up this morning. I go to a cafe and do my work. Um, I may go to the gym. Well, if I'm packing my bag, I'm not going to sit the camera up. Uh, face in the bag. I may put the camera in my bag and show it from that perspective. So being very creative um, and trying to and taking the time that it, it, you need to create that content um, is very important. So when you a lot of the content creators out here that you just like, oh, my God, like, how did they do that? They are legit taking time, sitting down, creating a story. Their shot list is on point. Um, so, yeah. I hope that helps. I hope I wasn't just rambling. That was so helpful. I hope okay. everybody just take notes. See, this is why. This is why we talk to the experts <laughs> on the social media podcast because it's not just about posting, right? We're just, we are like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just post the content. No, it's a whole backstory mm-hmm. to like why yeah. the content. And then maybe when you do sponsor content, you may have to go certain places, get certain shots, yeah. do certain things. So it's like really a planning process. So, yeah. Yes, this is not then, easy. But and let them. Right. And then not to mention, like when you're trying. So storytelling content is a whole nother, you know, a whole nother area. Right. So just because I put uh, a reel or an image on my feed, what about the people that are in my um, stories? Because some people just consume story content. Some people don't even go to their timeline. And so being able to make certain that you're serving your audience where they are and then pointing to pointing them at the end of the day, social media is there for promotion. Right. So pointing them back to where you want them to go. Oh, this is so good. I hope everybody was thinking that. <laughs> so I want to talk about books. I love books. Okay. And so okay. Have, there any, have there been any books that you have read that have helped you on your entrepreneur journey? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm about to pull up my audio on Audible. Um, The number one book that I absolutely love that I continue to go back to is um, the name of it is The Compound Effect. So The Compound Effect by Darren um, Harvey. That's one that I like consistently go back to. all the time. Never split the difference is a good one. That one is about negotiate negotiating um, and just the art of negotiating and understanding how to um, understand the other person's need. Um, Chris Voss was a key negotiator. I think he worked for the Department of Defense. So that's who the author is. The compound effects talks about like creating good habits um, and um, how that the, that the one thing that you do today affects, you know, you years down the line. Um, and then another one is set boundaries, find peace. Um, that one is good because uh, leaving from my job, um, by nature, I was a, a people pleaser. And so I wanted to make certain that I was doing everything that I could to, to uh, you know, please my client and please my supervisor and please my team. Um, but then there were some things that I just was, some of the reasons why my 
client and my supervisors felt it was okay to reach out to me at seven o'clock in the evening was simply because I told them that it was okay. Simply because I did not have boundaries uh, set in place. And so now when I was transitioning from corporate America, that was one of the first things that I did um, before even you know, setting off on this entrepreneur journey, I legitimately had to go through a healing process of, you know, what are the things, what are the bad habits? What are the things that I have uh, continued to do and not deal with um, as it pertains to my mental health, as it pertains to the things that I was taught and did not know subconsciously. And so uh, Set Boundaries, Find Peace is a really good book that helped with that. And then, um, how to Win Friends and Influence People is another one. It kind of just talks about, you know, um, communicating with others and how to um, the the best way to com- the best communicator is the person that's listening. Right. And so how to listen and always be in tune with the person that you are conversing with. A lot of times we don't do that. Right. We think about what is the next thing I can say? We're not necessarily listening to hear. We're listening to respond. Um, So that one and then um, The Slight Edge. That's like that book. Oh, my gosh. I've been reading that book since um, I know 2011. The Slight Edge. Yep. Mm -hmm. So those are definitely uh, The Slight Edge is by Jeff. uh, Let's see. Jeff Olson. You just gave us a whole library. (laughs) Yeah, these are good. These are books that I, you know, tend to go back to and look at. Um, One that I'm reading right now is um, it's by Andy Andy Stanley. Stanley is called Visioneering. That one, I I go back to that, but it's not like one that I'm like every year I'm trying to go to. But it's good for um, like new new entrepreneurs, people with vision and don't really know how to um, navigate it. They want to make certain, you know, like, is this, is this right? Like, should I be feeling this way? That's a really good book. Awesome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for that extensive list. Definitely. I'm about to check out some of those books. I love, um, I love a few of those that you said already. Books are our favorite. So we love asking Yay. our yes that but this has been a really great episode so many gems drop thank you so much for sharing all of the things content but before we head out if you can let us know where we can find you where can people learn more about your business where can they see this amazing content that you create about yeah. travel it's good you guys it's good. <laughs> thank you yes guys so you can follow me i hang out most of the time on instagram i'm on a few other kind um, i'm on a few other platforms so i definitely have a tiktok and facebook uh, but you can find me, go to Instagram. I'm at breakfast with, oh wait, breakfast underscore with underscore Tiffany. And Tiffany is spelled with an I, T-I-F-F-A-N-I. Um, and then I can point you to other places if you would like from there. <laughs> and when you come, let me know that you came from uh, Michelle, let me know because I like to connect with my people. <laughs> and we'll have all of your information in the show notes where they can find you. But yes, this has been such a great episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank and sharing you for all having me. Thank you.